begins in, fu in future years, which is a whole other story for a whole other time, i.e. Morse. Um, anyways, and I'm going to talk about Aaron Morse. <sighs> Talking now with Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster, which is soon to be located in Portland. Do you go to Moving. the office that much, Michael? Like, is this really going to affect your daily life much? Not really. It's just kind of seemed a little odd because The Forecaster's been around since 1986. And it's always been in Falmouth. So I think, you know, a lot of people still to this day call us the Falmouth Forecaster, even though we have, <laughs> you know, multiple editions now. So, you know, it'll be a little bit strange in that regard. But, no, I do most of my writing on my recliner here at home. So, it, it, although I will be enticed to go in if we do have an office at One City Center. Because once you're in downtown Portland, there's a lot of things to do and a lot of great restaurants. So getting there is a, is a different story. But once you're there, it's great. Yeah, once you're in, you're okay. And <laughs> you're going to have a parking spot, correct? Like, that's gonna, that seems like it's going to be somewhat helpful. Well, in theory, we'll, we'll see how that all plays <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, Michael, said and done. Yes. are you really good at typing, or do you do the talk-to-text? What, what do you no, do there? I, I'm a, you know, that's actually one of the few skills that I do have is that I can type quickly, which is very good for my job. Nice. Always a always a nice uh, nice. So you're not skill. a single finger, one of those guys, right? No, 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 no hunting tech. No. <laughs> How uh, did you have fun at the uh, at Gillette last Thursday? By the way, yeah. Well, I mean, what's not to love? You know, a nice nice victory. It was a beautiful evening, and you got down to Patriot Place about four o'clock, so you know, got a chance to uh, take in some nice pregame activity. Yeah, it was it was a great time, and uh, and for the most part, the Pats looked pretty good. Probably should have put up fifty points, but you know, we'll take a victory. Nice pick. One of the pictures you sent was great. Yeah, it was just, you know, we, we had a good time. Can't lie. Yeah, that's always, that's usually how that goes. That's the idea. That's the idea. I, I assume nothing much is going to be happening today in, in Rainville, Maine here. No, I mean, I'm always optimistic that the, the teams that play soccer on turf will probably try to play. But even I've noticed this year, for the first time in many years, in a lot of cases, they've been postponing too. So. You know, right now in a holding pattern, I was going to cover the uh, Shevers Gorham boys soccer game at four, and that's on grass. So I'm pretty confident I, I'll be able to take a nap this afternoon instead. <laughs> but there is a pretty compelling boys soccer game tonight at seven. Uh, undefeated Yarmouth, the four-time defending Class B champs. I think they're undefeated streaks now at 43 games. They're hosting Wayne Fleet, who really people aren't talking about. But Wayne Fleet, last I checked, was on top of the heels in Class C South at nine zero and two. And they're in a three-way battle with Moranica and Haldale for you know who the best team in that region is going to be. So if Wainsley could somehow come in and even get a tie, I mean obviously a win would be great for them. But even a tie would propel them maybe to that top seed. So um, I'm hopeful that they're going to play that game at seven. And uh, if they do, I think it'll be a pretty good matchup. But yeah, overall, most uh, most outdoor games are are probably in jeopardy. There are a few volleyball matches, uh, but not much on the plate down here tonight. Talking with Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster. Of course, you can find him online at theforecaster.net or on Twitter at F-O-R-E Sports. Michael, uh, were uh, surprised by the uh, the Scarborough TA score the other day on Saturday? Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I was expecting, honestly, I was expecting a shootout. So when it was 7-7 at halftime, I, I, I don't think anyone thought that was going to happen. And, you know, TA just, they kind of took over where it mattered in the third quarter. They, they took over in the trenches. They started to assert their will. Uh, and it really, it, that game turned when it was 14-7, and Scarborough had a big touchdown pass to Jarrett Flaker called back uh, for a block in the back. And at that point, I, I kind of took the wind out of Scarborough's sails. T.A. scored a couple more times, and it was lights out. I don't know that T.A.'s three touchdowns better than Scarborough, you know, looking ahead. I, I think if they play again, and they probably will, I think Scarborough has reason to believe that they can play with them. 
uh, quarterback Chase Cleary. It was his first big game in a setting like that. And I don't know if he was nervous, but he was just a little bit off on a couple passes early in the game. I think teams play again. He'll connect on those passes, and Scarborough has enough weapons to, you know, keep it close. But, you know, T.A.'s the favorite. There's no question about it. They were going into the season. They are right now. Uh, but last year, T.A. won at Scarborough in the regular season, and it, you know, wound up not meeting anything because uh, Scarborough took it to him in the regional final. So both teams still have a lot to work on. Uh, we expect there'll be an act, two there on uh, November 10th, and uh, I look forward to that one. Talk with Michael Hoff from The Forecaster and theforecaster.net. Looking ahead, of course, you know, we talked about this, boy, week uh, week two we were talking about this game. Uh, that's going to be played in Oxford Hills on Friday night as the Portland Bulldogs come to town to battle the Vikings. Uh, I got to talk with Oxford Hills uh, Vikings head coach Mark Soren a little bit earlier about the game, about the team and, and what he's got. But, you know, the, the one time I got to see Portland up close this year, uh, they look big, they look physical, they look tough, and... Uh, I think this is going to be a heck of a matchup on Friday night and a tough road trip for the Bulldogs, who also had to survive a road trip against Bonnie Eagle earlier this year. Right. It'll be a tough road trip for yours truly as well, so I'm looking forward <laughs> to coming up and seeing that game. Um, I haven't been to Oxford in years and years and years, so I have a feeling it's changed from what I remember. But Probably. I, you know, I, yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah, you know, Oxford Hills first got on my radar a couple weeks ago when they won decisively at Chevrolet, so I got to see that game. and. You know, I was so impressed with Colton Carson and, and just the whole team and, and the way they, they pulled away from Shevers. And, you know, Shevers is probably going to go 6-2 and two and be the three seed, so they're no slouch. Uh, but Oxford Hills really made a statement that day, and then they made an even bigger statement last week, obviously, by beating Bonnie Eagle. So they're coming into this game on a high. And then you have a Portland team that I think, you know, at least the first half of the season probably felt like it was going to have an easy road to the one seed. And now, all of a sudden, you know, that's not the case. So... Uh, big road test for Portland. Their last big road test, they did not pass, uh, even though they played well at times. The too many self-inflicted wounds in that earlier loss at Bonnie Eagle. So we'll see how far this team has come. I think this will be a good litmus test for Portland, uh, how they're going to uh, handle being in, a, in an enemy venue. And uh, you know, I expect it will be a good crowd and, and a great environment up there tomorrow night. And, you know, for Portland, you know, they, don't, they don't do anything tricky. You know, they're going to line up and they're going to try to beat you at the line of scrimmage with their running game. They'll throw the ball a few times, but for the most part, you know, it's, we're going to give the ball to uh, Zach Elowich or Sam Nope will keep it or Ben Trefethen, who's now become a big part of the offense. You know, stop us if you can kind of thing. And uh, Oxford Hills might have a little more of a diverse attack, but, you know, Portland's calling card has been defense for a long time. So, uh, you know, I expect this will be a good good game. I think it will be close. I, you know, I certainly hope it's close in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I could really see it going either way. Talk, yeah. Talk with Michael Hoff from the forecast and theforecaster.net. You know, in the past, uh, Coach Hartman liked to to run wing T and almost wing T exclusively. But right. I understand he's a little bit more diverse this year. Well, I mean, you, Portland's always going to be Portland. That they, they they will throw the ball occasionally, and they'll 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 put a few wrinkles in there. But you know, it really is a case of a mano a mano with them. And you know, they feel like they have the bigger, stronger guys on the line, and they feel like eventually their running game is going to wear you down. So I don't think you're going to see them come out and throw twenty times now. And and when they do throw, it's they're going for everything. It's usually right. a single, like a fade route or a you know post something like that. They don't throw a lot of combo routes like that kind of stuff. No, Ben Stadium is is a big downfield threat, and he's a big threat in the, in the return game too. So special teams, you know, we didn't touch on that. And you know, games like this, special teams are often the difference. Uh, if he could break one, that might be uh, enough to put Portland over the top. Talking with Michael Hoffer from the Forecaster and theforecaster.net. Michael, uh, kind of 
looking looking around, I, the the Bonnie Eagle game last week was was really was surprising to me as, as Bonnie Eagle came into came into Oxford Hills and Oxford Hills beat them. Um, it didn't shock me that Oxford Hills was good enough to beat them. It shocked me that right. they they followed through with it. It was also I was also very surprised that Bonnie Eagle committed three turnovers. Right, I, that's, I, that's unlike that's unlike them. That's, I have a, I have a strong feeling that Coach Cooper will be correcting that even though they have a very, very tall task this week when Thornton Academy comes to town. and They have absolutely no, no margin for error, but I think they will play better I, this time around. You see, that was, my, that was my thought. I know that each team is just a hair outside of, your, uh, outside of the coverage area, right. but at the same time, I know you've covered them both. I'm, I'm predicting kind of a – I would not be shocked by a Bonnie Eagle upset on Friday night. Not only do they get the benefit of, you know, TA is going to have the short week going, going yeah. on the road right. uh, coming off of that kind of emotional win where everybody yep. was like, oh, this is the game of the year. you got to take on right. Scarborough. And, you know, they end up handling them a little bit. You know, it, it doesn't – a lot of times that's where the letdown comes in. And I could see a team in Bonnie Eagle that's that's totally PO'd. Uh, they left that field last week thinking that, you know – and they said all the right things afterwards. Oxford Hills did what they were supposed to do, et cetera. But I, I still feel like they if, if you talk to any of them, each one of them would say, we beat ourselves in that game. And uh, I, I think they're going to come out with laser focus this week. I would not want to be Kevin Kiesel's team this week going into Bonnie Eagle. Yeah, you know, you're right. The ingredients are there for a potential upset. I just feel like TA has too much, and unless you know TA really does it to themselves, it'll it'll be a, it'll be a tough game for Bonnie Eagle. But it's never easy to go to Standish, and you know you don't want to go to play Bonnie Eagle when they're when they're ticked off coming off a big loss. So no, I think you might be onto something. I'd be a little surprised if it happened, but no, I wouldn't be uh, floored if it did. Talking with Michael Hoffer from the Forecaster and the Forecaster.net. All right, Michael. Uh, uh, I guess I'll, I'll let you let you go with the with the with your prescient Patriots pick uh, for Sunday Night Football, which will be happening right about the same time as a baseball game that some people are interested in. Some people, but I, not you. Not I, not I. I am not. I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, I'll be watching football myself. Okay, as good. Well. Good. Um, good. Uh, you know, this this to me is is the test for the Pats. If they win this game, I feel like they're right back in the driver's seat in the AFC. Um, you know, in spite of everything that happened the first three weeks, if, they, if they're four and two with a win over Kansas City, I mean, I think they're in great shape. Can they do it though? Is the big question. I just, I still don't believe 100 percent in this defense. They've, they've had their moments the last few weeks. I like that they're causing some turnovers, but I think Kansas City is going to put up a lot of points, and the Patriots are very capable of doing that as well. Especially now that the offense is more or less back at full strength. I just think in the end, Kansas City is going to have a little bit too much. I think you know we're looking at like a. 30-27, 34-31 kind of game. Uh, I'll, I'll go with KC, but you know, certainly hoping the Pats can pull it out. And and if they do, like I said, I think we're looking. Uh, we have a whole new outlook on the season if that happens. Michael Hoffer from the Forecaster. You can follow him on Twitter, F O R E Sports. That's for sports. Uh, he'll be on the sidelines at Oxford Hills tomorrow evening, or Friday evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Because some people <laughs> use the internet and listen to it afterwards. You know, somebody might listen to this on Monday and be like, oh, wow, I missed that. Oh, that's okay. You can watch a replay now if you need to. Um, yeah, if you're listening to this in the future. If you're not, then I can't help you. Uh, find them online at theforecaster.net. Michael, we will talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. See you tomorrow Take night. Care. Take care, guys. Have a good weekend. See you, you too. That's Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster and theforecaster.net here on the b daily from the Spectrum Health Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network.